and two of the principles I'm going to talk about tonight. And I got to tell you guys, one of the principles I learned from my parents. But these two principles, ladies and gentlemen, have been with me over the past 25 years. And I've attempted to incorporate them into everything that I've done, whether it's a personal relationship, a business, no matter what it is. What's up, fam? Buona Thurman here. I want to personally welcome and thank you for joining the Intangibles of Success podcast. You know how we do it. We're going to take 25 years of wisdom and experience and not just discuss those intangibles. I'm talking about the tough subjects, the sometimes uncomfortable subjects that are required to be successful, but not everybody wants to discuss them. But more importantly, we're going to equip you with tools, resources, and action steps that's going to take you from drought to dreams as fast as you want to go. Let's get right into it. There were a couple of things that I got lucky at a young age. Um, Most of you know that I became an entrepreneur at the young age of 21. Um, I just graduated from Morehouse. Uh, my parents grew, you know, they, they raised me saying, boy, you better get that degree. I ended up going to uh, Morehouse. It's a small college in Atlanta. I graduated with an honors degree in finance. And I literally, y'all, I thought I was going to be able to write my ticket to the job of my choice. And I quickly figured out that that didn't always happen as magically as I thought it was going to happen. And it was one of the most humble, one of the most just humiliating times of my life. Here I am, spent over $50,000 to get a degree and couldn't use it. I'm playing the resume game, and I found myself in the newspaper ads. And when you're in the one ads, ladies and gentlemen, it is not like the highlight of your week. It's not the highlight of your month, the highlight of your year. And I hope none of you have ever had to be there. But I got so lucky at 21 years old because I met a whole bunch of people that were so much more successful than I was. I ended up gaining a mentor at 21 who was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I just want you to stop and think about what I just said. I went from being around and growing up in a middle-class family. My parents worked hard. They went out and made money. They provided well. But I went from that, seeing that, understanding that, thinking that a job was going to be my ticket to prosperity, to meeting somebody who was worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And you got to understand, they're theory, their their philosophies, their thought processes were completely different. And two of the principles I'm going to talk about tonight, and I got to tell you guys, one of the principles I learned from my parents, but these two principles, ladies and gentlemen, have been with me over the past 25 years, and I've attempted to incorporate them into everything that I've done whether it's a personal relationship, a business, 
no matter what it is, hear these two principles. Number one is work hard. Work hard. Work hard. It's just something about working hard, ladies and gentlemen. And nobody could take that away from me. Number two, surround yourself with the best people possible. Surround yourself with the best people possible. I even reflected on this today. Oftentimes when I do these Wednesday night calls, I'll, I'll bring up subjects that, you know, I end up, you know, going through, experiencing, reevaluating in my own life. But I, here's what I know. The thoughts that we think and the people who actually feel the thoughts that we think they will have such a major impact, ladies and gentlemen, on the direction of our lives. I mean, so much, so much. And when you combine those thoughts with the work ethic, being willing to go out and do the work, the work is just like the rocket ship. That The work gets you from point A to point B. I don't know if you guys have heard the old saying, um, and I forgot who said it, but it, it, it went something like this. He who loves to work will never remain unemployed. If it's something you love to do, you'll never stay unemployed for a long time. Because Here's the one thing that I learned, and, and this is one of those things. Some of you have heard me. Maybe you've been following us for the past few weeks. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about seed and harvest, and I was talking about how I'm in a place in my life. One of those big decisions actually happened this past week. It's crazy. Actually, both of them. <laughs> I had two major, major, major life-altering decisions that were going on in my world. And I'll talk about one of them tonight. But I've been sowing constantly, sowing more than I normally sow, really asking God for real direction, real clarity, real vision. And I know one thing. When you love doing something, I'm going to just stick to work tonight. But when you love doing something, or at least you love the satisfaction that it brings, or maybe even the pride that it gives you, or it could just be simple, the results that, that, that you can, that you can, just feel it's so it's such an awesome thing. It's something about, and I've said this for so long, one thing no one can ever say about me, I've worked my butt off to get everything that I have. You know, I have 
have people sometimes in my life that see that there are times when I'm able to just chill and do nothing. But they didn't see these previous 10 years of my life working my butt off to be able to get to the place where I am right now. But I know one thing. It's something about the fulfillment that you gain when you can when you can wipe the sweat off your your forehead because you know you worked your butt off, and it'll always it'll always be better than just enjoying the chill part. It's something about hard work that you begin to respect because you know you did something to earn whatever it is that you achieved, whatever it is that you got those results. It's something about that feeling, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. It's something about how good that feels. And I want to encourage you guys, never, ever, ever, if even if you're working your butt off and it seems like you're not getting where you want to get, I know some of you go through this. Some of you work your butt off and you, you don't see the results that you think you ought to have right now. But I want to reassure you today, it's going to pay off for you. And it's going to pay off sometimes in areas where you never thought it would pay off. The growth that you gain from that hard work, even though your job or whatever company or whatever project you're working on, maybe, maybe you didn't see the fruit that you thought you were going to see. But that hard work will pay off somewhere else. It'll show up somewhere else in your life because of what the seed that you that you put out. And I can I can tell you somebody who's been able to go out and accomplish some great things, ladies and gentlemen, I've had seasons in my life where I thought I did a whole lot of work for nothing. And I felt like my main goal was never accomplished. I felt that way. And I can give you a real I, I can give you a real life example. Many of you know I own a, a traditional company, three companies, uh, a lawn care, a mosquito control, and landscape company. Something that I've been doing now for the past ten years of my life. And I was getting to this place in my life where I didn't enjoy it anymore where it just wasn't fun, it wasn't fulfilling like it used to be. And I was, this was one of those things where I've been making some major, I've been sowing a lot of seeds, sowing, 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 asking for clarity, asking for real vision on where the next season in my life was going to take me. And I can see it so clear right now, so clear. But there, I can't lie to you guys and say, man, there, there, there were times, even recently, even recently, where I'm thinking in my brain, man, did I do all of that for nothing? Was all that sacrifice, all those hot days outside, 
in the sun. All the shoes that I went through. (laughs) All the extra sacrifice that I put into this. Was it really worth it? Have any of you ever felt that way? Have any of you felt like, man, I wonder when my big payoff is going to be? I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the the immediate outcome was, I can promise you this. You are darn right it was worth it. It wasn't all for nothing. I can tell you, even through some of those years, it wasn't all great. It wasn't all easy. Some of those years were very tough. And I'm talking about so tough trying to figure out how we were going to pay our employees, trying to figure out how we were going to put food on the table. Oh, man, I'm talking about real sacrifice. Ladies and gentlemen, although there were years that I failed, <laughs> I, can, I, I can know within that I failed while, while building something that didn't give me that immediate gratification. And here's my first action step that I want to encourage you guys to do. Because I know some of you have been there before. I want you to write down one of the biggest failures that you've had. Or maybe, it, maybe it's just the most recent failure. It doesn't have to be the biggest failure. But something, something that's memorable, either the biggest failure you've ever had or a most recent failure you've ever had. And just for a moment, only for a quick second, and some of you already beat yourself up. I talked about this last week. I gave you an action step last week. And I talked about, hey, if you go out and fail, I want you to watch how you talk to yourself. I want you to, I want you to be cautious of how hard you are on yourself. That was the action step to think about mentally how you think about failure. This week's a little bit different. Only for a moment, I want you to take that most recent failure or one of your biggest failures, and I want you to think about some of the negative emotions that came along with whatever that failure was. And then in your brain, and I only want you to do that for a second because we're not going to let that that, that villain come out. We're not going to let that negative energy take over our mind. But then in your own world, in your own brain, in your own mind, I want you to see yourself with with, with maybe just a little smirk on your face, with your shoulders held back, with your head held up. Confident. And just for a second, for a quick moment, I want you to own that failure. 
I'm going to even say this, ladies and gentlemen. Some of us, we mess up all the time. Some of us, we make mistakes. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. I just want us to learn from the mistakes. But it's something about somebody who can own their failure. To me, it says so much about somebody who can actually own the failure. To me, it says more about you than the actual failure itself does. I want you to see yourself comfortable with your back up against the wall. I want you to sit in that emotion just for a quick second. The second action step that I want you to take this week, I want you to write down five things or five different experiences or five times that you have actually outperformed what you thought you were supposed to do or what you wanted to do. I want you to write down five situations where you outperformed your expectations. Maybe you were trying to lose two pounds this week and you lost three. Maybe you were maybe you were maybe you're looking for in a career change and you set a goal to set up five interviews and you set up seven. Maybe you set a goal this week instead of spending over this amount, you you spent a lot less than you said you were gonna spend. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, it's those small wins that, that I want you to acknowledge, that I want you to observe. Because so often we outperform our expectations, but we don't acknowledge that like we do the failure. Why is that? It's almost like I was talking about last week about when other people who became rich failed, we look at them and like, oh, that's just the process. But when we fail, we get hard on ourselves. We get harsh on ourselves. I don't want you to do that. I want you to start focusing on the times where you exceed your expectations, where you exceed your goals. And I want you to start building on those. I really mean that. One of my favorite speakers that I used to listen to a lot, I got to go back and get, I used to have his tape set. Any of y'all ever heard of Zig Ziglar? He used to say this all the time. He said, we are what we are and where we are because of what has gone in our brain, in our mind. Ladies and gentlemen, every circumstance in our lives, and I'm just talking about for the most part, Every think about every circumstance you're going through right now, every circumstance you've been through. For the most part, you can trace those experiences, those circumstances back how you think about life. 
Are you that person that every time something happens, you're always looking at the glass being half empty? Or do you look at it as being half full? Or who is doing the thinking in your life? Some of us sleep with the wrong people. You already negative and you're going to go be with somebody else who's more negative than you. <laughs> Some of us hang out with the wrong people. Some of us go in business with the wrong people. Guilty, been there, done that a whole bunch of times. I can tell you all about the failures. That's why I do these calls. Because I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. That's why I do these podcasts. Because I don't want you to mess up and make some of the same mistakes I made. If I can prevent one of you, and I'm not talking about all this foo-foo, the secret, stuff like that either. I'm talking about, you know, because I don't believe anything just magically happens because we repeat it a whole bunch of times or we think about it and we, we say it 50 million. I don't, I don't believe, I believe it takes hard work. It takes persistent hard work, and it takes surrounding yourself with the right people, with the best people. Ladies and gentlemen, our lives will become the total the summary of the thoughts that we dwell on, the thoughts that we focus on, the thoughts that we allow to persist in our mind over and over and over. What mistakes are you dwelling on? What, what failures are you letting get to you day after day after day? It may be something that happened a year ago, and you're still allowing it to bother you. I used to tell people about this book all the time. Maybe you've heard me talk about it, Think and Grow Rich. Chapter one is Thoughts or Things. You've heard me talk about this before if you followed. But here's what I want you to remember. I want you to write this down if you have something to write with. Something that you focus on, something that you're persistent about, It cannot fail to produce some type of fruit. It's going to produce something. <laughs> Promise you that. It may be good or bad, but it is going to produce some type of fruit in your life. Know this. Good thoughts produce what? Good fruit. Bad thoughts produce what? Bad fruit. And ladies and gentlemen, you 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 in control of this. It's like it's a big gate in your front yard. You got a guard there. What do you tell that guard? You don't let anybody in your gate Unless you know them. You're not going to let some stranger come in your house, come in your yard that you don't know. 
people. You're the guard. You're the gatekeeper to your brain, to your mind, to your thoughts. Whatever you focus on, whatever you're persistent about, whoever you're around the most. This is why I always encourage people, find people better than you. Do it on purpose. Make it your business to be around somebody that's way better than you. Because there's always going to be some fruit coming out of every thought that you focus on. So we got to be vigilant, ladies and gentlemen. If we want to achieve higher success, if we want to achieve true prosperity, real peace, real happiness, it's going to take some work. We got to surround ourselves with the right people. You've heard this. Our thoughts become our actions. Our actions become our truths. That's how we live on a day-in, day-out basis. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end with this. When you come across setbacks, you have, when you, when you make mistakes, when you have something that frustrates you, when your patience is weak and low, I want you to think about how would a champion practice patience? How would a winner practice patience? How would a leader practice patience? How would people better than you practice patience? We got to start acting like a champion. Now, one of the things that I have began, I was listening to one of my mentors yesterday. I was listening to one of his videos. He was going for a walk, and what he talked about was gratitude. I'm a believer, ladies and gentlemen, that it starts with gratitude. And here's the other thing. Most of the time, some of us, we make things a whole lot worse than what they really are. How many of you know people like that? They're always going to exaggerate stuff. They're always going to make things worse than what they really are. They don't have to be that bad. Sometimes we make them worse than they are. Sometimes we wake up in the morning, and the first thing we do, we grab our phone, we check our text message, we check our email, Why don't you practice this this week? I want you to go out. And before you do anything, I want you to practice gratitude. And anything that you may have made a mistake with, maybe you thought it was a failure, try to find some growth out of it. Make sure you don't do it again. But more importantly, honestly realize that it's probably not as bad as you think it is. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so many of us that have had breakthroughs in our life 
through some of the hardest obstacles that we've ever been through. Hardships, setbacks, failures, mistakes. I want you to practice this this week. I want you to practice when you face any type of adversity. I just want you to smile. I want you to practice gratitude. And I want you to look at those challenges. They're not really failures. I was looking at myself doing something for 10 years. I was looking at it as a failure. Look at it as a chance to flex to, 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 to flex that faith muscle. Look at it as an opportunity to grow. Look at it as a challenge. Last thing, I promise you. Last thing. Write this down. As you go through this next week, I want you to keep your attitude. I want you to keep your mindset. I want you to keep your work ethic. I want you to be conscious, competent about who you are around this week. Ask yourself, do they feed you with negativity? Or do they make you better? I want you to act as if. We used to always talk about this. Act as if. I want you to be almost unreasonably positive. <laughs> every so often, maybe every hour, every half hour, I want you to check in with yourself. Check in. Have a, have a quick check in. Ask yourself, how am I speaking to myself today? How am I speaking to others? Am I letting my fear, am I letting my failure show up? Am I wearing my mistakes on my sleeves? Am I letting little things bother me? Am I exaggerating my mess-ups or my setbacks? Because it's probably not that big of a deal. And ladies and gentlemen, we are the gatekeeper. Remember that. You, you blocking that gate, you control what you allow to go in or not. You control what you think. You control what comes out of your mouth. And so I just want you to be conscious. That's the last thing I want you to do. I want you to check in with yourself, maybe every half hour, every hour. Just ask yourself, how am I looking at things today? How am I accepting things right now? Because I believe the way you look at them, if you keep your work ethic up, there's nothing wrong about what you can do. You keep yourself surrounded by the right people. Anything is accomplishable. Anything is attainable. Anything, any goal that you have, it can come to fruition. Well, fam, 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And look, congratulations. You are one step closer to conquering those intangibles of success. Now do me a favor, guys. Subscribe, like, tell a friend or a family member, and show your boy some love. Leave us a good review. And if you want to be one of the first to hear about next week's podcast, text the word MOMENTUM to 63975. Again, text the word MOMENTUM to 63975. Let's go out, have a prosperous week, and let's get the butter from the duck. Love you guys. God bless.